For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. All right, everyone, we're back with uh, Reverend Michael Hall. Uh, Michael, uh, this is our Friday show, and as you know, we uh, talk about books. And so the the question today is, uh, what books outside of the Bible have been most influential in your life, as well as what are some books that you're currently reading uh, that have been beneficial to you? So uh, what are some of those books that have been most influential in your life? Well, I'll first say, um, you know, this is the one area of the podcast where I look forward to listening because... Um, while I have lots of books and I've read some of lots of books, um, uh, a friend of mine named Ben Porter in St. Louis coined the phrase for me. He says, he said he was a book sipper. Um, I, I sip from, I sip from a lot of books. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and my wife is an avid reader and she, she has encouraged me and actually even motivated me to finish more books over the years. But, um, I'd say some of the most foundational kind of, uh, things that have really influenced me over the years outside of the scriptures. Um, early on in ministry at my first church, I was introduced to the ministries of uh, Paul David Tripp and Tim Lane and uh, the instruments in the hands of the Redeemer material. Um, uh, so I'm a big Paul Tripp fan. Um, his uh, his changing hearts, changing lives thing with David Pallison from CCEF and, the, um, you know, focusing on the heart. And all that kind of stuff. So Instruments in the Redeemer's Hands is a crucial book. Uh, I engaged that material a long time ago. Um, and uh, uh, totally, I mean, it, it became the framework for which I thought about ministry um, and always has been, trying to get to the heart, and which you know, brought us up to God's sovereignty where we started in a week. But um, So Paul Tripp and Instruments in the Redeemer's Hands has, has been a, an important book for me. Um, uh, I was early influenced by C.S. Lewis, but less less, you know, reading lots of his stuff, but I remember reading one of his biographies called Jack um, while I was in seminary and really liked it, just reading a little bit about his life. Um, and uh, I love biography, but that doesn't mean I've read a lot of biographies. Um, um, and I'd say, uh, so Paul Tripp early on, and another thing that I say this tongue in cheek, but at the same time, I want to be a, I want to be a, a Presbyterian who's going to not mention a book by Tim Keller this entire podcast. Um, <laughs> um, not because I don't enjoy his That'd books, be a major like, feat. You know, well, I already failed by mentioning C.S. Lewis, right? Um, That's true. They're, uh, they're pretty closely connected. Yeah, I'd say, so another book that um, I probably won't fit into your categories of early influence and, and what I'm reading now, but other books that have been influential for me, um, Chap Clark's book, Hurt and Hurt 2.0. Uh, I think Hurt came out around like 99 or 2000 and words to my experience with students and the idea of uh, what he calls the world beneath and and understanding how, how difficult their lives are. And um, that really was very foundational for me in thinking about how I engage students. So I really would encourage people to read that. Um, uh, was very helpful for me to think about ministry. Um, I would say another book that I really liked um, and find myself returning to on occasion. Um, well, anything by... Um, I haven't read all of them, but everything I've read by Brennan Manning and Henry Nowen have been really encouraging for me. 
I recently listened to like a 12 hour lecture series on the life of Henry Nowen. And here's a guy who, and that's not like say, wow, it's like, man, when you're driving around, you can do that. But like just learning about his life was so powerful because here's a guy who certainly didn't have it all together. Um, and he's, but his returning of the Pro- return of the prodigal son was just a mind blowing book for me. Um, his book, uh, um, I mean, the pro- I just finished reading, um, his book, uh, oh, wow, I'm blanking on the titles. I'm reading his book, uh, life of the beloved. Um, I finished reading, um, I'm not going to remember the title of the book. doesn't matter. Uh, there's a book called Adam by him. Oh, uh, in the name of Jesus was a book by Henry Nowen that I've read multiple times. Other people have mentioned it as well. Um, here's just a guy who just boils it down to the love of Jesus and, and loving people. Um, and you know, his whole story. I mean, and I don't agree with you know every single jot and tittle of his theology, but, but I do really respect him and appreciate what he has to say about ministry, uh, about being honest with ourselves. Um, just a huge influence in me in thinking about life and ministry. And same with Brendan Manning. And I would say a book that I'm looking forward to reading again, but there's a, a, a biography slash, I think it's, I guess it's an autobiography. I think it's called All is Grace by Brendan Manning. Uh, Manning put this together and it was published either right before he passed away or soon thereafter. Um, and it's just such a great read. That book combined with another small book by Manning called The Furious Longing of God. Um, such a great little book about God's heart for his people and and, and again, as, as a guy who actually does take theology seriously, but at the same time needs to know that um, uh, in heaven, I believe we we reformed folks are going to have some of our rough edges chipped off by our uh, by, by the broader church um, uh, who maybe didn't see things as tightly as we do. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to get a head up on that and just lean into some um, some some writers and some speakers from other perspectives. It's been very helpful for me. Um, and, and a big thing for me in ministry has always been identity in Christ. And if I would press into any one kind of highlight with students and people is, is trying to understand who are you in Jesus. And if that's true, and we really believe it. It really does change everything. And, and those guys really did uh, get that and understand that in a way that I'm hoping one day I might. Um, very important for me. Uh, absolutely. And those those are some some really good uh, titles for sure. Do you have any that have been a little more recent, even if they weren't published in you know twenty eighteen, but but uh, some that you're just now getting to? Uh, what what are some that have impacted you? I'd say in newer recent years, within the past kind of five years, um, and maybe so. So Kenda Creasy Dean wrote a book called Almost Christian, yeah, uh, which was a great book, very humbling book because it really kind of says, hey, the reason why. You know, the adolescents in the Western church are the way they are. It's not necessarily, well, it's, it's because of the church. It's because of what we fed them. You know, we fed them um, lollipops and candy corn, so they're going out and, and living like that's all they've ever had. And uh, and it's got some really great stuff from there. She talks a lot about consequential faith and how to develop that. And I just thought it was a very humbling read, very good read, very challenging read. Um, it was also very affirming to some of the things that I've been, uh, thankfully, been taught. Um, another book called Sustainable Youth Ministry by Mark DeVries. has been around for a little while. Uh, I've probably read that outside of five years from now, but it's been helpful for me to talk to other youth leaders about the importance of ministry in community and out of community and don't try to set yourself up as kind of the guy. Um, and I've been encouraged by that as well. Uh, another book by um, that I've appreciated, uh, it's been very affirming of some of our, our YM philosophy ministry and things that we teach at YLT has been Growing Young uh, by Kara Powell, Mike Mulder. Brad Griffin, um, basically the guys at Fuller Youth Institute did some study on what what is happening in churches that are growing in the area of their ministry to the next generation rather than seeing that ministry deplete. And they studied across denominations in like 250 plus churches, and they kind of aggregated what they're seeing. And they came up with like seven or eight kind of key things. And 
And, you know, when you read it, it's not tough reading. Um, it's very easy to read, but it's super, it's like, it's super accessible. And it's like, wow, this is super cool. Um, and it's super uh, affirming. And it's like, hey, it begins with the whole church seeing the ministry of the next generation. It's not just the youth ministry's job, job but it's, it's for the church to embrace. Um, so there's some, that's a very good book that I've recommended a lot. Um, I'd say some other things, um, anything by Scotty Smith has been, uh, I've been using his everyday prayers recently along with, uh, along with trips, new morning, new morning mercies, just in terms of devotional reading. Um, but Scotty Smith's everyday prayers, he's got another book. I think it's called like, uh, objects of his affection. Just, um, another thing he did, he did another book he did with Stephen Chris Chapman called restoring broken things. Like Scotty Smith just reminds me over and over of, of the beauty of the gospel. Um, and who I am in Christ uh, affirms me so that I can go out and do what I can. Yeah, and as you're bringing up Scotty Smith, just uh, for those who, who listen to Walt Mueller's podcast as well, I know that uh, uh, Scotty Smith was on one of those uh, podcasts. I think it's the Youth Culture Matters is the name of the podcast, but be sure to, mm-hmm. to check that out because I know they talk about his uh, book as well. Um, well, those are a lot of good ones, Michael. Do you have any other? Um, I think... For, for lack of just kind of like I'm stretching, like uh, as I confess to you, I, I did not do due diligence to write down a bunch of titles before we talked. Um, but I do remember like if somebody's every time I'm asked for my go to's, the ones I've shared have def- are definitely there. Um, and I continue to go back to those guys. I, I've very been influenced by the writings of Martin Lloyd-Jones. It's another name that, that I could just mention for sure. Um, I've been very encouraged by what I've read there um, over the years. Uh, the writings of Dan Allender have well have been very encouraging for me in ministry, very formational for me to think about how people uh, make their way through life. Uh, so those are just a couple more authors that I could throw out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I enjoy just asking this question and hearing about other titles um, from from different people uh, because sure enough, people mention books and authors I haven't thought about in a while or I haven't heard of ever. Uh, so it's just a, a helpful question. And Michael, I, awesome. I appreciate you taking uh, time out all this week. It's been fun just getting to catch up with you. And uh, I know others will be blessed by what you shared. So thanks a lot. It's been a joy, and uh, everybody out there in youth ministry, or even if you're just listening on behalf of someone else, uh, I'll take this moment in the sunshine to say um, you are all my heroes. Uh, I pray for you by name and by uh, by calling every day. Um, what you're doing in the name of Jesus in the context of your church matters, um, even if you feel like it doesn't. Um, and I really do claim and embrace and pray Philippians 1, 3 through 6 for you. Read the whole thing as you have time, but it it talks about a partnership in the gospel and, and a promise and a trust in the promise that God will continue the work he began in you. Um, he will not stop, and he is at work in and through you. So uh, thank you all for what you do. Uh, it's a delight to be a part of your ministries, even though we may never meet. Uh, and until we meet uh, in the, at the Lord's table, uh, I look forward to uh, hearing about all the good things God's doing in your churches. So thanks for the chance to talk, John. Thanks for doing this podcast, and uh, blessings to you all. Amen. Thanks, Michael. Thanks so much for tuning in this week to The Local Youth Worker. As always, we hope you've been encouraged and equipped in your call as youth workers. If you take time to rate this podcast on iTunes, it would greatly help us. As always, we want to thank Joe Deegan for providing the music and encourage you to go out and purchase his newest CD, Cover and Title Page, which you can find at iTunes. See you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Oh, come and buy without money. Oh, come and feast without pay.